Hello, everyone, and welcome, fellow piercers and piercing enthusiasts, to Real Talk, a piercing podcast from the minds of piercing professionals on the body modification industry and culture. I'm your host, Will Von Doom, and today we're going to talk about piercing problems and troubleshooting in the digital age. Each episode will center on a common theme with a guest. These topics include things such as piercing methods, industry topics, jewelry, and trends. So let's get straight to the point and dive into this week's topic. This week, I wanted to take a look at piercing problems and troubleshooting in the digital age. As a professional working in a piercing shop, these are things that we address multiple times every single day, whether they're from your shop, from a friend, or even a competitor. But what about the clients that don't have a quality shop or are just discovering that they're having issues from their local shop that they thought and trusted, but isn't quite skilled? After doing some research online, you start noticing a few things. That's what we're touching on base today. The internet is full of misinformation and wrong turns that can sometimes make problems worse. Luckily, someone has created a solution to this. And with that being said, let me introduce you to our guest for this week's show, Mr. AJ Goldman. AJ, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, bud. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on and uh, taking time out of your busy schedule, because I know how busy you are right before conference and things like that. Um, so we've known each yeah, other for about, uh, six years now, right? Something like that. Uh, I mean, we met at, I think it was my first APP conference, and I just remember your big famous hugs. I think it was actually at the banquet dinners, one of the first times I remember. Oh, yeah, I think that's right, too. I think that was my first conference, too. Since I know all about you, why don't you take a little bit of time and... Uh, our listeners a little bit about yourself. When did you start piercing? I've been piercing for a little over 10 years. Um, actually, at the beginning of February, I celebrated my 10-year anniversary. So oh, that was congrats. pretty exciting. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, beginning of February 2007 was when I started this whole journey. That's right. At least finished my apprenticeship, at least. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was very exciting. To makes me feel a little bit old, because where did 10 years go? <laughs> Yeah, but with 10 years comes 10 years of experience, so that's not always a negative, besides you feel yeah. old when you get up in the morning. so <laughs> I literally have an ice pack on my knee right now. There you go. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting uh, with a blanket on my back because I pulled that while lifting today. So there you go. We're old and solid. Uh, on my knee this morning. <laughs> there you go. Uh, AJ, uh, where are you located right now? I'm in South Jersey. I pierce out of a studio called 12 Ounce Studios in Deptford, New Jersey. Uh, we're right over the bridge from Philly, so my shop is probably 10 minutes away from the bridge uh, to Philadelphia, if that. Oh, that's right. And um, yeah. is your shop an APP shop as well? Yes, I've been a member for a little over five years now. I believe March was my five-year anniversary of becoming a member, which was honestly one of the biggest achievements in my career, if I could be honest with you. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. That was something that I had striven for for quite a long time uh, in my career as well. So Yeah, when I uh, when I moved to 12 Ounce Studios seven years ago today, actually, today's my seven-year anniversary with my shop. Look at that. So we got 10 years, <laughs> five years, seven years. There you go. So uh, seven years ago today is when I came to 12 Ounce. We only had one location back then, but when I came over, my boss had plans to build a new studio he wanted to open up a second location so i get there and right off the bat he he let me be involved with designing the studio 
Uh, I personally designed our sterilization room, so the whole thing was really from the start set up to be app compliant that's super rad that's uh i know well at least for me i had to enter into a space and actually make it work for me from a pre-existing plan so i mean not gonna lie to you pretty jealous about that because that's pretty (laughs) awesome got to start from scratch i mean our our we're in a like a strip plaza and so our storefront was a completely different business so it was just completely gutted we got to start from scratch that's awesome. I I am jealous of that. It's not bad. So uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, get this started? Many people may or may not know you are the creator of a little forum on Facebook with a little over ten thousand members called Ask a Professional Piercer. Uh, yes. So why don't you tell me a little bit about that? A little under ten thousand. We'll get there soon, hopefully. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That started. Oh, geez. Uh, I mean, it was definitely. Probably around five years ago as well, to be honest with you. I started it because I was part of another group on Facebook that's honestly even larger than mine is now. I don't want to give the name of it because it's not – the information being spread in there is not the best in my opinion. I but when I was a part – yeah, when I was a part of that group, pretty much everything I was doing uh, was correcting information that was being spread around in there. And it was just exhausting. And – I mean, the moderators were just spewing just just outdated information that's just – it's not even outdated. It's just wrong at this point. Right. And after a while, I mean, I will admit fully that one time I corrected them, I was not so pleasant. <laughs> and I actually wound up getting banned from the group. <laughs> I, I can understand that. I mean – and every day we deal with passion for this industry. I can understand, like, just completely feeling 100% for, like, something or a topic, especially when you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think one of the things that frustrated me the most was that, you know, these are the people that started, created, they're moderating this group, and they don't even know the topic. Like, they don't even know the correct information on the topic of the group that they started. Like, that's crazy to me. Why would you start a, a community, if you will? Because, I mean, that group's huge. Why would you do this on a topic that, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that makes right, sense. yeah. Uh, but, so, you know, I've we've all been there. You, like, you try to be a part of something, and then you realize that it's just not working out because you want to help, but there's lots of things keeping you back. So yeah. why don't you... Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, so why don't you tell me uh, what your group actually does well after that happened i decided well that all i was doing was answering questions for people in that group and giving you know correct up-to-date industry information so after i you know was removed from that group i decided that same day to create my group called ask a professional piercer Uh, i just wanted a place on the internet that you know people from all over the world can can go and ask questions regarding their piercings and know that they're getting correct information. You don't have to wonder, oh, does this person know what they're talking about? Um, so great. We have, like I said, al- almost 10,000 members. We've got six moderators right now that are all phenomenal body piercers that help you know, manage the group with me. And we, we basically... The way we've found that 
makes the group work so well is that we've we had to create a set of rules and enforce them but what we also did was the only people that are allowed to answer questions in the group are professional piercers that have actually been vetted so we have like a roll call in there and and piercers will answer that you know piercers that want to help out will answer this this roll call and then i'll get together with the other administrators and we'll um We'll actually physically go through portfolios and and things like that and approve only a select amount of piercers so that we can feel confident that if they're answering a question that the up to date industry information we don't have to just sit there and you know, it's not just like the Wild West in there, you know. It's very right. kind of controlled as far as the information that's that's in there. Yeah, you don't wanna unintentionally start the group that you left by just letting anyone tell anything and like hope that that's the answer that works, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. There was, there was a little bit of a learning curve at first for sure, but you know, we found our group and it's uh, it runs pretty smoothly in there for the most part. Yeah. I, I definitely help out in that group quite a bit too. For some odd reason, anybody that's looking for anybody in New York, the entire state, automatically tagged so it always uh it always cracks me up because i uh i get a lot of notifications for that but i mean on a daily basis you guys must be getting dozens of questions with like pictures and like what's this and what's that have have you had any issues with trying to being able to handle all that volume of questions absolutely oh i mean absolutely (laughs) i mean there's definitely been times where i've been so burnt out that i've actually had to take a few days off of the group and Luckily, I have the other admins in there that that help. Right. And especially like in this digital age, I mean, we're used to what I call like Google syndrome. Like you want an answer now. You wait 30 seconds. You're like, why am I waited 30 seconds? So, oh, man, we've actually had people like, uh, you know, members of the group ask a question and they'll like bump up their own question if they didn't get it answered within like 15 minutes. And I'm like, chill, we're at work. We're yeah. answering questions in between clients. I mean, there's times where I'm uh, I'm waiting on the statum to finish up uh, at work and I'm answering questions in between. Right. Yeah, it is. It's one of those, in my opinion, it's, it really is a thankless job. I mean, this is something Certainly that can be. <laughs> yeah, we, we take a lot of time out of our schedule to you know, help everyone out that we can. And there are a lot of us in there trying to help out, but I mean, it's a lot of questions and they're very detailed and there's always usually some follow-up. So, I mean, I, I can definitely see that the volume of questions and the amount of people in there, like, like we said, yeah. almost 10,000, like that's a lot of people and it keeps yeah, going I mean, every day. So over, over 300 people just yesterday. Yeah. See bonkers. That's just crazy. To me. <laughs> but so, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is how do you feel that other piercers should handle themselves when giving aftercare or advice online, whether it be in the ask a professional piercer forum or via like, you know, like a message on Facebook or like a post on their like business page. How do you think that like we as a whole as piercers should handle that? Um, Well, I mean, first things first is get as much information as possible. Uh, It's, it's always significantly more difficult to try to troubleshoot a piercing when you can't 
actually see it in person. You know, you don't get this 3D perspective, see it from every angle. So you need all the information. And it's tough because clients usually don't know all of the information. So when I pierce a client, they walk out with an aftercare sheet that has everything written about their piercing on the back. But most piercers don't do that. So, you know, if you're asking, hey, do you know what the jewelry's made of? They'll just be like, I don't know, sterling silver? <laughs> it's silver in color, you know? So it's definitely tough when you're, when you're trying to do it online. But, yeah, the first thing you got to do is, is get as much information as possible to, to just get as many pieces to the puzzle as you can get. My go-to questions are always, uh, how old is it? When did the problem start? What are you wearing in there? Jewelry style, jewelry material. If it's threaded, is it external, internal, threadless? Uh, what is your aftercare routine? You have to be super specific if you're asking about aftercare routines. You know, is there, like, do you sleep on it? Do you wear headphones or do you, you know, play sports? Like, there's so many things that you really got to ask to get the full, you know, uh, the full picture. And then if they can take a photo, that'd be ideal too. Because thankfully with smartphones, most people can just take a photo and that does help. Which is a blessing and a curse because there's there's been times that I've like woken up in the morning and there's like 15 gnarly piercings from clients that I've never heard of before. But they're like, hey, like my friend saw so-and-so, like blah, 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 blah. And I don't know about you, but one of the things that I always try to do, especially if it's a local client, ask them to come in and see me. Oh, for sure. Um, And the the big thing too, by doing that, I'm I'm a very honest person. And one of the things that I always believe in is uh, my my grandfather told me when I was younger, if you see two people arguing and you're not one of the two people, then everyone thinks both of you are wrong. So I never go and be like, oh, they did this wrong or they used the wrong jewelry or they used the wrong method. So like I always tell clients, I'm like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know. I may have not done that choice, but you're here now. So why don't I go ahead and do everything I can to try to make this happy and healthy? Um, For sure. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I like, if if it's a client in person, one thing that I'll never do one, I don't even want to know who did it because exactly. Is that helps? If you you even start getting in that room. Yeah. One, exactly. And one thing you, uh, you don't want is to, you know, especially if it wasn't a piercing that was done well, you're, you're being honest about it. And then if they tell you who did it, you know, then they might feel compelled to go back to them and say, so-and-so is talking all this trash. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I'm, I'm A-OK on that front, too. Now, when it comes to let, – let's say, for example, uh, we have a client and they have something wonky going on and we can't fix it. And you, you really try to troubleshoot it, but it's not helping. How do you, in the Ask a Professional Piercer Forum, suggest what shops for them to go to for the um, same person? Well, I mean – Luckily, at this point, I kind of have a mental map in my head. <laughs> I mean, because I I throw out suggestions so often just from that group. When I was active on Tumblr, I would answer uh, 50 questions a day on Tumblr, too. Uh, so I kind of have a little mental map, and I kind of have an idea of who's where in the world at this point. But uh, if somebody's in a place that I'm not exactly sure – my, my go-to is I start at the APP's website, you know, safepiercing.org, um, and, and try to find the closest member first and foremost. Yeah, and um, they just updated their member locator, too, where you can yeah. search, like, distance and zip code and names. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's amazing now. It's, it's absolutely a great website, and just 
one of the most valuable things for for piercers and clients. Um, so I'll check there first, just because uh, you know it's a great starting off point. And then if I can't find anybody on there, which is fine, it's not like you know APP members are the only good piercers in the world. So if I can't find anybody on there, I'll usually I'll try hitting up some of the the reputable jewelry manufacturers. Will have uh, shop locators, or at least oh, some that's of them. A great resource too. Yeah, I mean, I use an metal shop locator daily. Yeah. Uh, same thing with industrial strength, although the other day it wasn't working, so I don't know what's up with that. Maybe they might be working on it. Or, yeah, I, I think they're, uh, like, updating something, if I'm not mistaken. But oh Yeah, I, I know Leroy has one now, too, which is good. Um, I still wish Neometal would get on that. but uh, <laughs> uh, So I, I usually find that double piercer their name's going to be on at least one of those four lists, you know, right. uh, if not all of them, but you know, there's only a handful of quality jewelry manufacturers in the world. You got to be using some of them, you know, especially. And I mean, with, with you having to vet everyone that's in there too. I mean, that's another wealth of information that can really help you out. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I really think the main thing that I'm trying to stress, and I think I, I may be speaking for you in this, in this regard, but I think is we're all in this together as the industry, we all want to make sure that we're seeing like people with happy, healthy piercings with amazing oh, of course. jewelry, you know? And I, I think by using the ask a professional piercer forum, we are able to get people, uh, like reach them that we wouldn't be able to reach before. And unfortunately, you know, it's, it's a sour side, you know, they're asking questions in there for problems typically, but by doing that, you then find someone who's going to be a lifelong searching out for quality piercer, quality jewelry, APP uh, standards, you know, things like that. And then we all know the saying, she told one friend, that friend told two friends, and that, so on and so forth. It's so, a great thing. Right. So I really think it, it's a great tool. And I, I, really, I really mean that because without it, we would have a lot of, a lot of misinformation going on there. Or maybe groups that don't do so well, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, with with this, I mean, with that many members, you see, it's pretty active. I, I really think it's a great thing, and I really thank you quite a bit for making it because it's made my life a lot easier, and it's actually gotten me quite a few clients too. Awesome. Well, that's another thing is you know we we do like the referrals because if you're doing quality work, we want to support you as well because um, it's you know this industry, you know. It's not just me, me, me. You know, if you're doing quality work, I, w I want you to do well too. So, um, you know, if I see somebody that's in an area, like say where you're at, you know, if I see somebody down there, I'm absolutely going to be pushing people like, oh, they're awesome. You know, make sure you go give Will a hug. You know, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, we we give those referrals. We we love supporting people that are doing quality work. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's just one of those things. We're all in this together. We all want the industry to move forward and we've been doing an amazing and I, I say we as a collective like we have been doing amazing in these last like you know five ten years like with the the board on the app pushing forward and like changing oh, things for sure. and you know we're, we're all in this together we all want to make sure that everyone is doing the best that they can do and also in addition to doing the best that they can do using the best materials having the most knowledge, having a community in which they can draw information from because everyone is trying to help each other out because we want the industry itself to be healthy. And I think that's very important. Yeah. I mean, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships. Uh, you know, I feel like 
when we as an industry push for better standards and higher knowledge that it's only going to make it things better for everyone. I mean, just like you mentioned in the past five, 10 years, I mean, look where this industry has gone in the past five years, just with the outreach that so many of us uh, have done, uh, whether it's in a group like mine or whether it's like, I mean, the APP is killing it on all fronts as far as like their social media outreach. Oh yeah. To, yeah, I mean, to, to clients, but also piercers. I mean, we're getting record attendance at, at conference and stuff like that. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I mean, since since we both started going to conference, I mean, the first year, I think it was like, I and I'm pulling numbers out of my head, you know, I think it was like 800. Now, like, I think we saw... The was it 12, 13? Yeah, 12, 13, you know, 100 yeah. people. Like, that's, that's bonkers, you know? It, it really is, but... Every year feels like they're breaking records. It's great. It's great. And I absolutely adore it. So you find folks can find the Ask a Professional Piercer group on Facebook. Uh, just go ahead and search for it. That's the name, Ask a Professional Piercer. It's a wealth of information for both clients and up-and-coming professionals. I know that AJ and I are very active in the forum itself. So like, if you spend some time there, you'll probably see our wonderful faces pop up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, AJ, uh, at the end of every episode, I like to take some time and answer a few questions from the community. These are questions from clients and other piercing professionals. And every week we pick a few of these. And I like to do that so we can get your unique perspective on the questions or the situations. Sure. So, Shoot. All right. First question. Uh, it's actually from a longtime client of mine back in Albany, New York. They asked, as a piercer, when do you draw the line and ask someone to go see a doctor instead of trying to help? We all know that this is a thing that pops up quite a bit. So, Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes, you know, a, a piercing can just look too far gone. I mean, if you're seeing just a massive amount of swelling or a massive amount of redness or something, you know, it, it's... It's almost hard to describe, but it's one of those things you know it, it when you see it. Um, right. That if somebody comes in and, and you know their piercing is just really not happy. We're not talking about just like a simple little hey, I've got a piercing bump or something like that. Like it's it's definitely one of those things where you go, I don't want to touch that. You should right. go see a doctor right now. And uh, you know, if they recommend antibiotics, once you start that, then I'll, uh, if you want to try to save the piercing, I'll be happy to help. Right. But, Doctor's uh, notes. That is a big thing. Uh, yeah. One of, one of the things that I would like to stress to all the piercers listening to this, and most of them know it, but some of them may not, we are not doctors. We are not able to nope. say that looks infected or... <laughs> That needs to be lanced or something crazy like that. We're not. We are We are basically technicians and we have a craft. So there's no shame. And if you look at something and in your gut, we've all been there. Your gut is just like, uh, I don't know what's going on there. Just be like, hey, yeah. you know what? I don't know what's going on. But I really suggest that you just go see your primary care physician. Boom. Absolutely. Done. Yeah. And those those doctors too, just be like, hey, when you go, just do me a favor, like grab a doctor's note that they say like I can change it or I can do this or you know, they've given you antibiotics. And as a as a piercer, that's great because hey, I got a doctor's note. I got a doctor saying that I can change this because once again, I am not a doctor. So <laughs> it's it's just one of those things. I, I definitely wish more piercers would know that, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So we like I said, some may know it. Some may not, but just one of those yeah. things that uh, 
I, I think it's great to answer these questions because sometimes people are embarrassed to ask them. And I'm, I'm one of those people where it's like, I don't get it. Can you please explain it to me? And I have no shame in it, but you know, you don't want to lose cool kid points cause you got to ask. And you know, there's, there's really no shame in asking any questions. Cause if nobody asked any questions, we wouldn't have any answers. And we all that's, know how important that is. Absolutely. So, uh, I think that pretty much covers that. So let's do our second question here. So this is from a anonymous piercer and they asked us every year. I see multiple different piercing seminars, conventions, and classes. There's so many of them. Which one would you recommend to go to above all others? I mean, there's definitely a few good ones. I mean, the APP conference to me is one of, if not the greatest things to ever happen to this industry. I mean, you're talking about a, a week-long conference where, I mean, you're in a room with literally the best piercers on the planet. You know, you're taking classes for a whole week. And, you know, surprisingly enough, that's not even the only learning that you're going to get in classes. I mean, once classes end, you're going to get people that are hanging out and everybody's like friendly there as well, uh, for the most part, at least. And, you know, I've, I've hit up people that I just knew casually from the internet and asked them questions at the bar too. So you're, you're going to get a lot of great piercing information on all fronts at the APP conference classes, seminars, workshops, uh, their new talks that they have, which I think are phenomenal. Yeah. Cause they're um, set up like Ted talks. So it's a yeah, lot it's of great. information, but yeah, I definitely, oh, year, I thought it was great. Yeah. I have got to agree with you. I, I honestly think as a, as a young piercer, the best decision that I ever made was I am going to save every single dollar that I have and I am going to go to conference. And uh, yeah. I mean, I wrote um, an article for The Point that talks about how you can do it on a budget. It's definitely a thing to do. You're rooming with people. If you're worried about expenses because it's in Vegas, just because it's in Vegas doesn't mean you have to go out and go to shows and go to buffets. No. uh, I pack power bars and I talk with people and... You know, it's it's one of those things, like, a lot of conferences, like, they start at 9, they end at 5, you have a nice dinner, you go to bed around, like, 8. This conference is, you get up, like, classes start at 8, they end at 8 or 9 at night. And yeah. then after that, you're spending, you know, a bunch of time where, in my opinion, where I think a lot of learning comes from, and that's from just talking to other piercers. Absolutely. And, and I mean... That's where I got a bunch of info from you. I mean, because you had been piercing longer than me when I first met you. And I mean, you can you can talk to like, you know, all these people. Like that's where uh I met Luis Garcia, who's like real phenomenal to you. Yep. And yeah. he like was like, Hey, let me explain how I do this or let me show you this, you know? So it's He's always down to talk piercing. Oh, I always. It's great. And then yeah. I mean one of the things that I always used to do is the first time I went to conference, I went ahead and I saved, like, I think it was like 200 bucks. And I was like, I put it in an envelope and I just wrote talking money on it. And anytime that I was like really nervous to talk to someone, like, for example, like Ryan Ouellette, I fanboy. Also great. <laughs> yeah. When I like first met him, I was like, oh my God, it's Ryan. Can I buy you a drink? And let me pick your brain on this. So that two hundred dollars yeah. made me so many connections. But I mean, yeah, you don't great. even need to do that. Absolutely, everybody there. I mean, we're all there to talk piercing all week, you know. And I mean, uh, you're you're obviously going to have your clicks and stuff like that. And I know that feels intimidating to a lot of people, especially if you're a younger piercer, maybe a little bit shy, that kind of stuff. Right. But 
I really got to say, I mean, just about everyone that I've ever encountered, whether it's somebody who's got more experience than me or people that have come up to me and wanted to pick my brain. I mean, everybody is, for the most part, is just really friendly and just happy to talk shop, uh, answer questions, you know, um, stuff like that. Because, I mean, we're literally all there. We we flew into this area to talk piercing for a week. Exactly. That's what we're going to do, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you, even if you're a younger piercer, seriously, I mean, I know it can be tough if you have, you know, anxiety, that kind of stuff, but so the, the vast majority of people are just stoked to talk. Exactly. Uh, so, and uh, so try not to be afraid. Right. And one of the things that I would like to also bring up, you know, springboard and off that is uh, I've been part of multiple years and uh, shout out to the wonderful lady, Kill uh, Bedford. Great. She is awesome. gearing up the uh, mentor program. And basically what that is, is before you go to conference, you go ahead and you're like, hey, this is my first time. And they pair you up with someone who's been to conference for multiple years. And that person will give you their cell phone number. You can call them. You can be like, hey, like, I have an issue. Or be like, hey, I have no one to talk to at the bar. Or you'll grab their, like, arm and be like, hey, you got 10 bucks? We're going to hop in this limo, and then we're going to go get Ethiopian food. It's basically like having, like, a, like, big brother, big sister throughout the course of the week. Awesome. And it's just absolutely great. I'm, this year, I think I have three or four mentees, but usually everyone has between like two to four and it's just the right amount of people where it's not like overwhelming and you feel like, you know, nameless in a crowd. It it really is one of those things. There's so many things that are set up to make someone feel welcome, like not feel weird when you go to your first conference. I know at least for me, like if I see someone standing there and they're not talking to anyone and they're just playing on their phone, I am like, that's where the big will hugs come in. I'm like, Hey, like, how's it going? Like, what are you doing? What's your name? Why don't we go over here get in the pool? Like, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. Those world famous will hugs. I, I live for them. I know. It's like, wait. A, like a big bear <laughs> makes you feel like it's like someone's holding you in a blanket, but uh, I love it. I digress. So yeah, if you go to conference, you can uh, hug me or hug AJ. Both are great. But yeah, I he, think that he's better, but I, uh, but I try my hardest. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's where you got all that heart. I think that's where it really makes up for it. So, yeah, I think that really is going to bring us to the end of uh, this week's show. AJ, do you have anything coming up that you want to um, talk to us about or anything like that? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, I'm just really uh, getting ready for conference, which is, uh, I mean, geez, it's what, nine days from now? Something like that that I like? Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm flying out next Sunday, and I'll be there, you know, for the week, and and I, I really can't wait. I love going out there. Um, you know, as exhausted as you are by the end of the week, it, it really is one of the things I look forward to every single year. I can't imagine, you know, uh, not going. That's how important it is to me to go every year. So I'm excited for that. You know, uh, I'm actually, uh, this will be the first year in a, in a few years that I, I won't be teaching. So I'm actually kind of excited to take more classes this year so now i'll have more time so that i can take a lot of classes that i haven't gotten a chance to take in the last few years so yeah i'm looking forward yeah i'm looking forward to that too so um i'll see you all there yeah absolutely and i am uh equally as excited for that and then i'm also excited because i am going to do a buttload of interviews with all sorts of people so hopefully get a ton of great content for this podcast but um Yeah, AJ, thank you so much for being on the show and, you know, giving us your unique perspective, but also 
all the things that you do. I really appreciate it, man. Oh, thanks, buddy. I mean, I'm happy to uh, be here, and I think this podcast is a great idea, so uh, I look forward to listening to it regularly. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be the first of many. So um, for uh, all you wonderful listeners out there uh, to join the conversation, ask questions or get info about uh, AJ himself, uh, you can go ahead and visit our website, which is realtalkapiercingpodcast.com. If you have a moment, please take a moment to uh, share us on social media or tell a friend about us. Thank you for everyone that sent in your questions. Thank you, all you listeners. And most importantly, thank you for being the rad, empowered people that you are. And as always, don't forget... You are beautiful. Opinions expressed by the host and guest are their own and do not represent the official position of the Association of Professional Piercers or their places of employment.